Kalani Satake joining us. Coach, congratulations on finishing the season out the right way. Thank you very much. Just uh, excited that we got the win, and, and uh, really happy for the seniors. They, the locker room was really nice seeing those guys. Um, it's just uh, mixed emotions because they're sad that the, the season's done, but I think there's a lot that they can be proud of here at BYU, their time here. So I'm, I'm glad for guys like Fred and Tijon and yeah. Kian and others that have just given so much for this program and uh, just happy that, that they got the win. What's your most <laughs> prevailing emotion right now? Uh, I'm just looking. I, I, it sounds crazy. I just want to get to the next season already and uh, looking to get uh, I'm anxious to work and, and get things done. So I know that's going to be part of recruiting, but that's all. I, I not taking any deep breaths of relief. I'm just looking to get to the next one. So uh, anticipating 2018 season right now. <laughs> what do you think was uh, was among the, the most prominent lessons learned after 13 games of this year, Kalani? Um, I mean, we have a lot of young guys, and, and um, you know, I, I think if we uh, can develop an identity on offense and, and get and, um, uh, know what our strengths are, I think we can build off of that, you know, and, and build off of our strengths on all three phases and uh, get some stuff that's established. I think we have a lot of guys that have a lot of reps and have been on the field quite a bit. I think um, I don't know how many running backs we've had that ran the ball, but it seems like a bunch. So. Um, that's something to build off of, and we have a good, strong um, O-line that's coming back on offense, and we do lose those interior three, but I feel good about the guys behind them, and so I I, I, uh, I think the future is really promising right now, but every coach says that, you know, i just uh, looking forward to getting our um, our guys developed and, and getting to work. I mean, spring is not too far away, so, uh, you know, we're going to go to work on Monday, and uh, we don't have as much time and can't use the the football like uh, other schools can in their bowl prep. So uh, we'll have to just make uh, make do with what we have right now and, and utilize every minute we can. Coach, I felt like there was a lot to uphold tonight. Uh, there's been lots of wins here in Hawaii, and I thought it was important for this group to come out and get a win to kind of justify that they were deserving of that victory. Uh, you were talking today in the pregame that you wanted to go one for one today, and that's what you were looking for. Yeah, and, that, and just trying to, you know, all our hard work, everything that we did in practice, just uh, putting it in our, on the field, and, and I thought that our guys did that. And um, Obviously, it wasn't perfect because it never really is, yeah. um, but uh, the stuff, the mistakes that we made are stuff, stuff that we can overcome, and they're manageable, you know. <clears throat> I think if you look at the, um, you know, the turnover, that was, a, I think it was a, a, a mistake on the pass pro, but... Um, other than that, I thought we ran the ball really well and effectively, and it kept them on their heels, and we kept it, you know, we were able to, uh, we said last, uh, I think in, earlier in the week that we wanted to throw the ball, but we just didn't want to throw it 45 times, so I was pretty pleased with the with the output that we had in the passing game, but also really pleased with the, with the run game. Yeah, Joe Critchlow had basically the UNLV <laughs> game all over again, 14 for 23, so you're throwing it in the 20s, and you're running it into the 50s, which is not a bad way to get it done if you're gaining ground as you were. Ran it 54 times for 285, and that's a season high, by the way, in rushing yards, 285, and a season low in rush yards allowed, only 28 yards from a team with a 1,500-yard rusher. You asked the question a minute ago, Kalani, about how many guys you've run. And if you take away quarterback runs and wide receiver runs, you ran eight tailbacks, if you will, fullbacks or tailbacks. Squally, Ula, KJ, Kofensis, Fonua, Albacri, Dye, and Burt. Yeah, and I think they, they all come back too, right? They all return next Everybody's year. Everybody's so, back. So that's a good sign. And um, <clears throat> Yeah, I, I think um, 
something we can build off of. There's a lot of experienced guys. I was really proud of Riley Burt coming in the game. And, yeah, and, he's good. And explosive runs, just really, really physical, you know. And um, I think it's good competition. Whenever you have competition, it makes everyone better. And so if we can get develop competition in all, all our positions, not just running back, but in, in every one of them, then I think we'll get some better players and better, um, you know, better product on the field. You had a few uh, choices to make tonight. Uh, a lot of fourth down situations uh, coming on, and then that field goal attempt uh, just near the half. But uh, fourth and thirteen was a pretty big one to make. Yeah, it just seemed like it, it was uh, out of reach for our kicking. Um, you know, mm-hmm. but um, I think Mickelson could have kicked it probably possibly because he has a stronger leg. But uh, just felt like we should just go for it. I don't know. I just. Um, just had a feeling that we should go for it, and, and I think that's where we yeah. hit Jonah with the comeback, you know. So, right, um, it was a, yeah, it was a good play, and then uh, you get a touchdown out of that drive. Yeah, I just told the offense when it's fourth down, just assume that I'm going for it every time, <laughs> and then it's easy for them if I tell them to come off the field. But um, yeah, the, the offense was in, in, you know, they're they're expecting to go for it on mo- most of the fourth downs, and I was really pl- uh, pleased with the way they ran the ball. Um, you know, at the end, at the end of the game, it just didn't make any sense to risk with the with the ball being wet and and, and a, a longer snap and punt. It just didn't make any sense to punt. Yeah, it would sure. just rather, even if we turned the ball over, rather just run for it. And we only needed one yard to get a first down, so okay. um, that just made sense. The other one then was just before half, and the clock's ticking down. I think there was somewhere around twenty something seconds, and you chose to kick the field goal. Maybe it was even like thirty seconds. Uh, did you think at all maybe you're just uh, running up there and running quarterback sneak and then down in it? No, because uh, we didn't have any timeouts left, you know, and so I just didn't feel like um, that was going to really help us there. Um, and, and we really needed to go up by two scores, you know, yeah, with a missed right. PAT earlier. Um, it seemed like it, it was a chip shot for us, and, and um, unfortunately we didn't make it. And so, you know, we decided to, to go with Mickelson later in the second half and, and right. kick for us, and you know, I thought I'm glad he stepped up. You, uh, you ID'd the turnover margin as one of the things you wanted to make sure you got done tonight. Uh, two takeaways. You end up plus one on the margin, plus 13 minutes in possession time, sizable yardage advantage, first down advantage, third down advantage, yards per play advantage, all the things you want to do to win a football game pretty much got done tonight. Yeah, just happy with, with the, the way our guys game planned and, and our, the way our players executed the plays. I was really pleased with them. and. Just really, uh, you know, we had a lot of guys get banged up in this game and, yeah, and again. went down. Yeah, so, I mean, even with Squally and Kofensis, but there are other guys in special teams that, that uh, had to step up, and I'm glad they did that. You know, our our guys, uh, you know, with with all the adversity we had to face this season, we had a little bit of that in this game, you know, and um, our guys just never let up. I mean, it was easy for them after they got that score on the scramble and, we should have had a sack, but you know they took away the ineligible mm-hmm. receiver downfield and all that other reason. It just did he explain like that to you? Is why um, it was, and then it wasn't. I don't know. I just uh, you know obviously nothing they could say would really explain it to me. And then mm-hmm. I just told him, well, then don't throw the flag. If, yeah, if right. you're not going to call it, then don't throw it. If you're going to okay. wave stuff off, so uh, we'll see it on film. But I just feel like um, you know. <clears throat> The explanation wasn't good enough for me, but right. that's okay. I, 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 it's hard being a referee. I get it. But if you're going to wear the, st- the, the stripes, then you better get it right. 
You mentioned Squally uh, going out. It's similar to what KJ had happened. He had that big first half against San Jose, and then he was gone second half. And tonight, Squally goes for buck 13, and then he's gone for the second half, too. But next man up, and those men, Kofensis and Burt, got the job done tonight. So as we're taking a break here with uh, Coach Kalani Sataki, we'll tell you, Kalani, that it's 40 weeks from today that you play in Tucson. Yeah, excited. And, and I, know, I know you want to be like 40 minutes from now because you want to get that next season. You want to get ready for the next season, but you've got 40 weeks to get ready for your next opener. Well, it's it's a it's a long flight home, so uh, we'll be working for the next season, and that's uh, I owe it to the to everyone for fans and players to, to get working on it right away. So that this type of season doesn't ever happen again. Closing comments from Kalani coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. All right, uh, down in the Cougar locker room area, and Nate Mickle making his radio swan song with us tonight. He's got the headset on Kalani Satake for the final time this year and in the radio career probably of uh, Nate Mickle as this is his last game with us on the crew. We're heading back down uh, to Kalani as BYU defeats Hawaii by a score of 30-20. to 20. Kalani, you sound less kind of uh, relieved or happy about the win and more really serious just about the task at hand and, and, and what's to come. How do you kind of look at things overall, knowing you played a good game, got the result, but yet you're really focused on, on what's next? Well, I just keep thinking about, you know, what might have been and, and um, just wish we could have played better. I, I think that as a head coach, I, I was that way after the 9-4 and four season. I... I remember sitting there after the bowl game just going, man, we, we really missed an opportunity to have a special season. And, and I feel in the same way now. And, and so I, I just um, just really want to get better. And, and um, you know, I just feel like uh, I just love seeing the fans here. And I just I just remember being a young fan um, when, when I was a boy and just uh, just lived and, and just breathed everything about BYU. So I'm trying to do what's right for those fans and, and for our players that are currently on the roster now and just excited to, to, to keep it going. So I'm excited to, you know, work on this and then find a way to improve and, and make sure that we have a great season next, next year. Yeah, what's your off-season process like? Uh, how in-depth are the assessments of everything around the program and, and what kind of timetable do you give yourself and the people you work with above you, those kinds of things? Well, I, I know that uh, I'll be meeting with um, with your athletic director soon and, and – um, with Tom and, and we'll sit down and, and discuss a few things. And so, um, you know, I, <clears throat> I think as we look at that and then we look at the team and we look at the, the program and study our off season and just find ways to, so that we can be in a good position against Arizona when we open up the season. Um, but I, I also understand that recruiting needs to take place. And so there's a lot of things that we have to do with the balance right now and juggle, but I, I love that part of the game. I love that part of the of, of this job, and so I'm looking forward to recruiting and getting to know these young men that are coming into this our program and developing the guys that are here. I mean, there's a lot of guys that are redshirting that people don't know about. It. I mean, Tristan Hodge is going to be a special player, and I keep he, he had to sit out. You know, we also have Wayne Kirby. There's a lot of guys that, that are sitting out. Joe Tukwafu, big time playmakers that that are going to be huge for us. And so I'm looking forward to getting those guys in the right spot, and we. Uh, what's happened this year is I think it's developed a lot of young leaders for us. And so really looking forward to seeing what Matt Bushman is going to do his sophomore year and seeing yeah, what right. when Moroni gets healthy and comes back. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of guys that are banged up. I just think that we're going to be in a really good position. And, um, you know, I, I'm I'm positive about where, where we're going to be headed, but I'm also I also know what we need to improve on and things that we need to get better so so that we can – have a great, great opportunity to have a special season and, and do what's right for our fans. Yeah, so you're saying you have some tools available to you, right? 
Yes, I, I believe we do. You know, and then, and then with recruiting, you can always add, and with development, with our strength staff, I believe we can develop. So, um, right now, as a head coach, I'm looking at a lot of different things, and then we'll also get guidance and, and, and um, advice from the athletic director. But that's kind of what happens every year, and uh, I guess I'll have more to say on Monday and Tuesday as yeah. we go through next week. Now, uh, I just want to see if you're human, Coach. Uh, tonight, you had some really close plays to being big-time plays. Uh, Critchlow slipped and lost his balance on a pass play that uh, he had Trineman open down the middle. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the Kofensis throw just barely over El Bakri's hands that certainly would have gone for the score. And then the throw from Critchlow to Kofensis. Do you sit back sometimes and say, oh, man, that was so – we had that play. Does it – does it enter into your mind, you know, as you replay the game in your mind that that was should have been there? Of course, and that's, oh, good. That, that goes on all three <laughs> phases, you know, where um, there's a lot of th- things that I, th- I wish we could do differently. But, um, you know, I was, let's do the plays again. If, if, if we didn't connect the first time, then oh, yeah. uh, let's find an opportunity to, to do it again and, and so that we can connect. That's, uh, we learned from it. I think Joe has become a better player from tonight's game, and, and I know Critchlow, uh, I mean, uh, Kofensis has improved a lot, you know, so mm-hmm. uh, Squally ran hard. Riley got in there, ran hard. So I was, I'm was, i really happy about the progress these guys have made. We've seen a lot of our young old linemen get, get some reps in there. I think other than other than, um, than Tijon, everybody else was able to get some reps and rotate a little bit with it, with some of the young guys, Shannon Herring and Austin Chambers and other, those other guys got in some Kiefer meaningful Longson reps, you know. There, yeah. yeah, Kiefer was in there. So um, they were able to spell some of our other guys. And we had some long drives with a lot of time of possession. Yeah. A lot of time possession. So, you know, that's it was good that we were able to use a, a lot of our young guys that are going to be factors for us next year. Hey, Kalani, uh, 10-0 now. You're 10-0 and leading at halftime. Yeah, so let's just try to lead at halftime. I, I think we should, if we win every quarter, we should be really good. You well, know. you know what? I will tell you this. Since you've been the head coach here at BYU, we are 5-1 and one when you guys score in every quarter. But you are perfect in that first 30. If, it's, it's a 30-minute game for you guys. If you win the first 30, you're just going to win. That's the way it's been. So let's, let's keep going that way, I guess, as we go into the next season. So I gave you the 40 weeks thing to Arizona, right? Uh, you've got Cal at home. You're at Wisconsin. You're at Washington. You've got Hawaii back at your place. Northern Illinois is on the schedule. Boise again. Uh, you get the Utes to end the season. There's a lot of it's an action-packed schedule next year again. Oh yeah, it's a it's a tough it's a tough schedule, but really looking forward to it. You know, so uh, there's going to be some challenges. I mean, the whole schedule will be a challenge, especially looking at what happened this year. You can't take anyone for granted, and so um, we'll have to make sure that we play 12 great opportunities that we play and show our best in those 12 opportunities, and and then they give us a better chance to win. So. Uh, really looking forward to the the season and looking forward to spring ball and off season conditioning and so uh, and then there's a lot of guys I, I mentioned some of them that that, that are, are really looking forward to their rep that you know their reps in live live games and they're chomping at the bit and then there's a lot of young guys that are definitely excited about the competition so it should be a, it should be a fun off season and it should be great in 40 weeks when we open up in, in Tucson. Kalani, you know we love the game and uh, sure appreciate all of your work and effort uh, week by week by week as you put that product out there on the field and uh, had a lot of challenges to overcome this year. Uh, I just want to thank you for all of your work and effort and the enjoyment that I've had in watching the team play this year. 
Well, I appreciate you guys. And, and you know, Greg, I'm going to need to borrow you for all your, your data analysis because you do a great <laughs> job at it. And you bring up um, whether they're meaningless or not. I, I, they mean something to me. So um, we'll get together and we'll do that. But I appreciate all, all the work you guys do in, in bringing BYU football and BYU athletics to our fans. And just want to express my, my um, appreciation to all our fans and, and my love for all our fans and our support that we get out there. And uh, appreciate you guys for everything you do. And going to miss Nate. You know, he's going to go make a lot of money, I guess, and, and become a donor for us and will help us uh, when we build our new facility and stuff. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, <laughs> okay. yeah give, give, give Nate a big hug Thanks. there uh, for one final time. And uh, Kalani, my personal thanks to you. We see a lot of each other, maybe more than you'd like uh, in the course of the year, doing all those shows together and, of course, on game days. But, uh, Raul, no one else I'd rather be working with uh, right now than you, and, and you make it a joy to do. And even in a tough season with some struggles, uh, you, you still find a way to, to, to make our jobs easy to do, and we know that you're serious about the task at hand, and we'll do all you can to, to get where you want to go. We wish you the best. I know the Cougar Nation is with you as well, and so thanks to you from me and for our entire crew and for Cougar Nation, and uh, let's, uh, let's go get them next year and hope for a good one. Looking forward to it. Go Cougs, and love all of you guys. Thank you so much. Thanks, Kalani. Thanks. All right, that is Kalani for the final time this season.